And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd and Me podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Okay, well, today we're going to do a revisit of The Last Jedi. It's been roughly a month since it came out. Do we have Emotion- to do this? Yes. Emotions okay. are running high, especially mine. <laughs> um, I've been watching tons of YouTube videos, pretending to read tons of articles on it. Um, and I might have some different opinions about the movie now. Okay. Now, along with my readings and my watching YouTube videos, I've been going back and forth with my cousin Kevin, who grew up a huge Star Wars fan, just like me, mm-hmm. although I never let him play with my AT-AT, which he loves to remind me about. <laughs> so I invited cousin Kevin uh, to join us today uh, with this conversation. So, Kev, you there? Yes, I am. How you doing, guys? Wow, the wonders of technology. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing good, Kev. All right, so, Kev, we've both seen... Uh, Alan and I have both seen Last Jedi twice. How about yes. yourself? I've seen it twice as well. Okay. Now, my time span between viewings was like two days. I think Alan's was what? Uh, maybe three or four days in between. Okay. I'll how about three? Yeah. Three. And how about you, Kev? Mine was, mine was about a week. All right. So you have a little bit, you had longer to digest before you saw it again. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, Kevin, you obviously heard our last jedi podcast uh what are your initial what are your thoughts of the of what we talked about and the movie itself oh can i can i interject here absolutely yeah because i don't know kevin (laughs) okay so i I just wanted to know have you seen the original trilogy in theaters uh actually yes Uh, which all of them all of them um I, i mean i was i was born when it came out <laughs> okay <laughs> but uh but they must have they must have re-released it because i do i do remember seeing it in in theaters they must have re-released it before empire came out i think they do they re-released their, the original trilogy in digital remember that jonathan they did that in the, in the 97 but i think what kev's talking about is um because you gotta remember you know vcrs and stuff didn't really exist yet so they would re-release movies into the theaters, uh, especially something like Star Wars. So I think I think Star Wars did get a um, limited re-release right before Empire, and maybe even before Jedi came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah because it, it's my earliest my earliest memory of the Star Wars movie in the theater is the is the original film when R two D two gets shot by the Jawas and he falls over in the in the desert. Okay. Oh yeah. And the entire crowd in the theater went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so Kev's a purist like us. We all know yeah, that. Okay. We all know the hand shot first. Absolutely. All right. Well, just making sure. I don't want him to say, well, my first episode is episode one. I'm hanging no, out. No, uh, no, no. You think, <laughs> no, I, would, no, you, no. You think <laughs> I would bring an episode one purist onto our show? <laughs> Come on, man. All right. Just had to clarify Please. that. All right. <laughs> all right. So getting back to the initial question. You heard our podcast. Your thoughts on what we had to say and your thoughts on the movie itself real quick. Okay, so as, as I was listening to your podcast, um, Jonathan, pretty much you and I were kind of lockstep in almost everything that we, that we were, that you, um, th- there was, I was so, I was so torn 
uh, when I first saw it because there was stuff that was really cool about it and there was stuff that, that I thought was ridiculous and there was stuff I thought that didn't belong in it and you know so I had all these mixed emotions and I said I have to see it again just to you know just to um, let it grow on me a little bit mm-hmm. so um, let me tell you about the first the first time I saw it For, first of all before I, before I even talk about episode eight we got to talk about episode seven for me real quick mm-hmm. and what I, what I want to say about that is I believe that episode seven okay was made for us to just talk about being a original trilogy purist mm-hmm. I believe that was made for us the very first line in that movie Laura Santeca says to Poe this will begin to make things right and right. I truly believe that that line was meant for us. Oh, it's a good observation. Right. I think I think J.J. Abrams was very aware of um, how divisive the prequels were. Um, now, I have a really good friend. Well, I don't even think divisive. I think it was just how it just turned us off. Well, they were bad movies. You know, yeah. And no matter any way you look at it, they were bad movies. But the thing is this. The, the prequels have a great skeleton to it. I mean, the storyline is a great story, but it was written poorly. It yes. was, uh, it was filmed poorly. You know, the really great actors is the best they could with what they had. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about Natalie Portman and, 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 um, Obi-Wan and, and, uh, uh, the other guys, not Le- Liam Neeson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought on this. That the original. Oh yeah. So, so, I think J.J. knew what the fans were kind of looking for. And he's a Star Wars fan, you know? He's like, this is, this is, the, this is what we're running into now. The guys making these movies are us. They're the guys mm-hmm. that grew up with these films. So, you know, y- you go into it with this hope that they're going to make them really good. And I think J.J., you know what? J.J. Abrams copied a lot from the Star Wars. And we talked about that in the podcast, how it's almost... Uh, 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 you know, it's like a sliver away from being an actual remake of Star Wars, uh, mm-hmm. New Hope. Um, but he did enough to bring the fans back and be excited about Eight. What I what I feel what I feel that he did with that movie was to was to get the fans, the original fans, and say, "Welcome back," <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And and he kind of gave us what we wanted in in the in the prequel trilogy. And then he also started us off on this on this new adventure because he was like, "All right, this is for you, okay?" And and we're gonna introduce these new characters, but but the way that we're gonna do it is we're gonna kind of like transition you with these, um, you know, with the original with the original stars, with the original characters, and also sprinkle in these new characters and have them eventually go off on their their own like adventures. So that's that's what I that's what I feel episode seven was all about now episode eight that's where that's where ryan johnson is like okay you the original guys had your had your film now we're going off on a tangent now we're going off in a you know on a different way of telling the story and and you know that kind of thing um so my original my original thoughts like i said i was really torn um, let, let's just let's just start at the at the beginning, okay? The very first the very first joke, the the whole thing with Poe, right? Okay, that that like can you hear me now? Bit I I kind of felt like that belonged on the Orville 
with Seth MacFarlane and not in a Star Wars film. Right. Yeah, and, and you know, we talked about the humor in it. <laughs> the the, the right. thing I want to yeah. say about this is I you know, when I walked out of the when I walked out of the Phantom Menace, I was surrounded by other people I thought the way I did. When I walked out of the Force Awakens, I was surrounded by other people I thought the way I did. When I walked out of The Last Jedi, even the person I went with, we had two totally different he loved it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, did we just see the same movie? Yeah, well, the, you know, like like I said, you know, there were things that I loved about it. Like, le like let's talk about the whole the whole thing about Leia when she gets blown out of the out of the bridge, right? And she's out into space, and then all of a sudden comes back to life and floats off, floats back, right? She, and, and when I first saw it, my my gut reaction, my initial reaction was, oh my god, like I can't, like this is amazing. Mm -hmm. But in the very next breath, I was like, oh, no, like, this, this just seems ridiculous, you know? And that was, my, that was my initial reaction after I saw it the first time. Well, let me say, with, with, with that scene, and Al, you can tell me you disagree, I, I think the, the idea of her using the Force to bring herself back to the ship was a great idea, because Leia using the Force is like, oh, my God. Yes. I, I just think how they filmed it and how she looked, because she did look... Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins -ish, -ish, you know, with that whole like, yeah. Because when she was, you know, when they had the close up on her face and I did her eyes open, I think, or something, and she moved her hand, I was like, oh my gosh, she's using the force to get back to the ship. And then it was that thing where she's flying through the space for debris that pulled me out of that. So you're, I'm like, oh, know, great moment, bad way to film it. You're <laughs> right. Maybe, it was, maybe it was just the way that it was shot. Yeah, that made it goofy. You know. Yeah. But so here, so here's my thought again. Um, first time I saw it, I was, I was loving it and then immediately didn't like it after it. And then after I've, after I've let it sink in for a little while, there's, there's a couple things about it. One of the things that I, one of the things that I said she was like, th that I thought it was ridiculous was so far all we've ever seen from her is, is tele telepathy, you know, so to, to, to to see her do that was just crazy. Oh, yeah. Okay. But again, it's been 30 years. Who's to say that she, you know, hadn't had some kind of training since then. Plus, she's, she's the sister of Luke Skywalker. She's the daughter of Anakin. You know, so to have these natural force instincts kick in, maybe that's not so... Crazy to think, you know, to think yeah. that it would happen, and that's one of the ways I looked at it. it was it, maybe it wasn't even Leia consciously doing it. it; was kind of like a survival instinct that because she does have these force powers, whether trained or not, they kind of kicked in. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is this: I always looked at like bringing stuff to you or bringing your you you to stuff. That's like Jedi one hundred and one. Like you learned that freshman year. Yes, you know it's not one of the <laughs> higher level. It's not one of the higher level Jedi skills, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like, look, it, it was good, uh, and for me, it was a great thought seeing her use the powers. How they filmed it was a little rough for me. Okay, so um, you know, we talked about the humor in the beginning. We talked about Leia and her her Jedi powers. Uh, a big thing is people are saying the humor. I'm trying to do the other side of it. People are saying that the humor was well-placed because General Hux was like a, 
a kind of a because I didn't like it because it made him look like a fool, yeah, uh, like a spoiled brat and things like that. And my thing was like, I don't know if you get to that seat of power by being the type of guy he was, and he looked ineffectual as compared to the older commanders. You know, I mean, the guy that was in charge of the dreadnought, you know, he was fantastic. Yes. And, you know, he took his death like a man. He, like, he knew exactly what was happening. He knew what was about to come. He just stood there. Um, it, it seemed like they made Hux not just the Poe humor thing, but it, everybody around him kind of knew him better than him. They're like, uh, he's distracting us. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, he's distracting. You know, uh, Poe's using it as a distraction. And the guy in the dreadnought's like, he should have lost the fighters 10 minutes ago. You know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, what's the point of this General Hux guy, then, if he's just going to be some, I don't know, some... Patsy, I guess, for Snook. Maybe that was the deal. I don't know. I don't know. And he, and he all. The thing, the thing too is that he, he seems to be like. He seems to be like, um, Kylo Ren's like whipping boy, you know. Like he, he he's always like, he's always like trying to get him down and, and stuff like that, and comes out on top. And I and I feel like, I feel like at the end. You see it. You see it differently. Um, if if I don't know if you want to jump that far ahead, but well, yeah, go ahead. What, what do you see differently? Um, at the at the end, when when Kylo Ren is losing his mind because of Luke, and he has every gun shooting at at Luke, he's like Hux is like, "What are you nuts? Like you're you're overdoing it. You're like you know," and he overrides them and has everybody stop stop firing right and he looks at him and he looks at kylo ren and he's like you think you got him like yeah so he kind of he kind of puts him in his place at the end oh, i see what you're saying okay so but then but then that that leads you to believe that the first order is being led by two ineffectual leaders and yes. and like what's the point of that um i think i think a lot of uh a lot of people like that um my, my, my thing was this. The Force Awakens was about finding Luke and getting him back to his lightsaber. Yes. And the very first moment we see Luke on screen, he's tossing the lightsaber over his shoulder. Yes. Okay. The Force Awakens is about Rey. I don't care what happens to General Hux because they haven't built the character up enough for me. Okay. I didn't care what happened to, to Admiral Holdo because I just met her. Mm -hmm. You know, you can tell me she's Leia's friend. You can tell me all this other stuff. It doesn't mean anything unless I'm invested in her as a character, okay? But I was invested in Ray's story, and they threw all the all the all the stuff that seemed to be set up in Force Awakens out the window when it comes to Ray's story. Now I don't, you know, I'm gonna go see Nine, but I have no idea what it's gonna be about. Uh huh. And I don't know how much I care about the, the characters now. You know, where's the conflict for me? I don't know. Well, there there's there's certain there's certain things like. Is there is there a way that they can that they can write it in that that her parents are more important than than they said? You know, um, is is Kylo Ren, you know, drawing on some feelings that she had? <laughs> um, I I heard I heard a good um, I heard a good theory from uh, is it Dan Dan Fogler? You know who he is? The uh, the uncle Dan from. The, the uncle from uh, the Goldbergs. Okay. 
I was listening. I was listening to him, and he had a theory that what if he, what if her parents, that she believes is her parents, are really people that adopted her or got her somehow, but she has always known them as to be her parents. Right. And and so when she looks inward, and and you know has that whole mirror scene. And she sees herself, and 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 she and um, you know when Kylo says to her, you know, say it, say you know, say who your parents are. You know, they, they were nobody, and she's like, yeah, they were nobody. They were they were junkers. You know, that might not really be true. Right. Well, I actually floated this uh, theory to Alan today because um, you know Star Wars has always been about. Well, I said this, but. From a certain point yes, of view, I was right. Point of view. So yeah. I said, Alan, Kylo, Ky- Kylo Ren says your parents were um, addicts or alcoholics. I forgot what he said, alcoholics or whatever. They're just junkers from, you know, they're nobody's from a nobody planet who, who died in a pauper's grave. So I said, Alan, that's her parents. I'm like, that doesn't mean that, you know, for example, Ben Kenobi couldn't get someone pregnant. He doesn't know. She moves off planet to another desert planet to, for whatever reason, spare him of having, you know, broken the Jedi code or whatever, and and either gives Ray or and and not Ray has that kid, and that kid grows up fatherless, and you know, gets married, has a kid, and it's Ray. You know, so from a certain point of view, he's not lying because his parents, yes. you know, your parents are nobodies, but your grandparents, you say your grandparents are nobodies. I know I'm, I'm reaching. I know. <laughs> I wanted to be a Kenobi so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, well, I, I think that's the problem in, in the sense that what makes us feel so uh, tormented with the decisions that the director made, because the director directed and, and wrote the movies and stuff. And I think what JJ did was he set us up right. for a box. lot of. And you talked about that, the magic box, right, Jonathan, about the mystery box, about setting us up for the second movie. And and since Seven, there's been a lot of speculations as to about who it was. And it made us all excited. Was it Luke's daughter? Was it Ben Kenobi's daughter? And the thing is, we didn't get that, you know. And in, in looking back at it now, I think I'm, I'm okay with it because that's just the way the story goes. You don't necessarily have to have what you want. Right for it to be a good or bad movie that's just a story you know i think when i'm looking back at the movie of uh episode eight you know the things i just didn't like were how some things just didn't move you know with finn and rose like they really didn't belong in the movie and some stupid decisions too but if you know when you watch episode seven a lot of people did like it but also it did get some criticism in the sense oh i criticize it in the sense that it was a little bit too much of a new hope, which was okay because I understand. I think what they were kind, like what they were trying to do, by kind of appease the old fans and also introduce new ones as well. But I think based upon that criticism, maybe they took this episode to say, "All right, well, we're not going to do the same thing. We're just going to do something entirely different," and you still can't please everybody. And I think that's why, like when you think about um, the Last Jedi, and I've asked friends too. Now it's it's on right. both sides but of the fence. Some people it love is, it, but but and that's some what's so amazing about this. As, but it's all as, the same. All, movie. As we're all Star Wars fans, 
we can come to a consensus on every movie. Now we might have different opinions of which is our favorite, um, you know, whether or not the prequels were good or rewatchable, but we all can come to a kind of consensus on all uh, seven movies. You know, this this movie has split us down the middle. Yeah, you know, to the point where there's a there's a what is that called? Change.org petition to remove it from canon, and it's got like a hundred thousand signatures. Now I think that's ridiculous. This is the movie, the story. But you is want. it a bad but, movie because you didn't? But, yeah, is that is that what that's what is that what's so bad about it? Because you didn't no, get the story I, that you no, wanted. I think there are more. I think it, it, I, for me, it's not a bad movie because you know Ray's parents turns out to be nobodies, all this other stuff. I just think it was. I don't know that it was written right. Uh, you know, we've been following, and, and this is what's driving me nuts online. People say, you know, Ryan Johnson just wanted people to know that nobody but the Skywalkers, I mean, every, you know, other people besides Skywalkers had the Force powers. Yeah, we know that. We saw the Jedi Council. We know all that. But the fact of the matter is, from A New Hope, through Jedi, and through uh, Phantom Menace, through the Sith, we've been following the story of the Skywalkers. You don't change yeah. it up with two right. episodes left. So I, I don't like that. We're, we're not, but we're not done yet. But there's no more Skywalkers. We're not done yet. Yeah, because there is a lot that we found out. Well, there is a lot that we found out Return of the Jedi left. that we no, didn't know during the Empire. There's, there's no more Skywalkers left. Oh, that well, you know of. Well, then Ray has to be a Skywalker, and I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only... The only oh, only, actually, I'm sorry. Don't say Ben Solo is a Skywalker. Yeah, I was going to say, Ugh. the only one you know <laughs> is Ben is Ben Solo. And, you know, I mean, Leia survived the movie, but not in real life. So, you know, how are they going to resolve that? I think the classiest thing to do for her is to kill her off screen and, and either in the crawl, I say something... Or, or open it with her funeral. I think that's yeah, the classic like thing they could do. Yeah. So, uh, Kevin, let me make this for you. Yeah. You saw this twice, and from what I'm understanding is, the first time you saw it, you, you liked it, and you started to not like it as you were watching there were, it. There were, different, there were different things that I liked, like, immediately, and then I didn't like it. Like, like even... Like even the when he tosses the lightsaber, like like I laughed, and then I was like, "But that's," I was like, "But that's so stupid!" Like, he, like he wouldn't do that, you know? Um, right. Um, e even Poe's joke was funny, but then it went on too long, and I was like, "This is, this is not what it should be." And so I so I like that. I um, I thought, I thought the, the whole idea of Luke not being on crate was an amazing force power but then as it hit me i was like that's wrong he sh he should have been on crate he should he should have been there left. right right you know, he should have been the han solo at the end of a new hope coming in to to save the day you know um in in his x-wing rather than the millennium falcon so you know, so there are things that like I, I immediately liked, but then as as the gravity of the situation hit me, I was like, it doesn't it doesn't work, it doesn't feel right. But what about your second time around when you watched the movie? Um, second time around, you know, like I said, there was there was a little bit of time in between, and I and the more the more I the more I think about stuff. Um, the more I 
again, I don't know if I I don't know if I like it or if I just understand and accept the reasons why. Um, like I said, with with Leia, I left the I left the first time thinking that it was that it was over the top and and I didn't think it would I didn't think it worked the whole thing thing with her coming back. Um, but like I said, as as time went on, I started to think, you know, maybe, you know, we don't know as much as we think we do about the Force. You know, there, in, if you if you ever played the Force Unleashed games, or they're, you know, leaving leaving the original trilogy, you know, the powers that he had in that game, you would have never saw that coming from the original trilogy. You know. You know what I'm saying? How how like the amazing power mm-hmm. that he had in that game. Um, so maybe um, there are different powers out there that we just don't know about, or or you know haven't even thought about yet. So for to have her come back to life um, isn't that crazy. Another thing is too. I used to read the expanded universe uh, books back in the day when they when they all started coming out. And I, I don't exactly remember which one it was, but there was a book where Luke, um, Luke was was beaten pretty bad about about something. I, f- I forget what it was, but he was dying, and he he kind of um, let his force like go, and he felt he he was able to feel everything around him like the the ground the 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 flowers the air like he he felt all this like power and it kind of like energized him and like brought him back and i kind of connected that with with her okay with how with how she came back that's interesting yeah all right yeah um good well i was gonna say that in the same sense that people can't say well you can't not like the movie because it didn't meet your expectations or or what you thought was going to happen the fact of the matter is this the whole movie is built upon ryan johnson setting up stuff and then subverting your expectations of what's supposed to come next okay Mm -hmm. which is a good storytelling device i guess but I think he relies too much on that. And in the same sense that I can't like, I can't dislike the movie because it didn't mean my, what I thought was going to happen. I don't think it's fair for you to like the movie just because you thought something was going to happen and it didn't happen. You're like, oh, that's cool that he went that way instead of the way I thought he was going to go. Well, the whole, the whole movie was that way. The whole movie, he right. thought and one I think, thing and then he went a different way. Right. And I think that was his little, I don't know, I don't know how to phrase it, but I think that was his plan. And and if we look at the movie as a whole, again, you if you have a movie where you can cut out one third of it, which is the Cantal Bright, anything to do with Cantal Bright, then you gotta say to yourself, is this a well written movie? Where I could lose one third of the movie and the story would be the same. You know? Yeah. And I think it's poor writing to set up the guy in the in the in the casino that they have to find with the flower on his lapel. Is the only guy that can break into the starship. <laughs> they don't hook up with him. They get thrown in jail. And who's there? A guy that can get into the starship. Yeah. Isn't that lazy poor writing? <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Like, I don't know why that's not out there. Like, people aren't complaining about that. And I'm not even going to get into the fact of how the whole space battle 
ignores the three fundamental laws of physics, but I won't get into that. <laughs> so, so let me ask you guys a question then. If, you know, obviously it sounds like the three of us are, are, are basically saying the same thing of how the movie wasn't as satisfying. What do you think that the other half sees that, that we don't see? I mean, it's, it's clearly divided. They either love it or they, or they, right. they didn't like it. What do you think that they saw that, that, that we're not seeing? So I'm going to throw it to you, Kevin, um, first. Well, I, I think they might look at certain things with just, like, pure, like, wow, that was cool. You know, like, the whole Luke Luke not being there, the, the Luke fight, that, that, whole, that whole scene. You know, right. you take away him not being there, that was a damn cool scene. That you was know? very cool. So, um... I think I think they just I think they just look at that and take it at face value and say that was cool. Leia coming back to life, that was cool. You know, right? Uh, oh, Kylo and Ray fighting and together. That, that, was that was great. Cool. That was a, that was amazing. That was, and, and, yeah. even, and even the yeah. fact that he didn't that even the fact that he that that he kind of turned again. You know, you, you expected that. You, you know. It, I fully com I, I completely believed that he was was not going to be like a good guy all of a sudden, right. you know. I mean, there was a, right. there was a shred of me going, okay, how are we going to do that? But, but there was, you know. But for the most part, I was like, no, he he has an agenda, and that's that's not going anywhere, you know. But yes, amazing, amazing fight scene. Yeah, I, I feel the same way when I think of when I think of the Last Jedi. When I think back on, on it, if I think of anything positive, I just think of cool scenes. But that's just—it's just for small percentages, though. You, you're talking about a two-plus-hour movie, and I can only remember like things I want to remember, or maybe like maybe ten, fifteen minutes right. tops mm -hmm. of the whole entire. Everything else I can just delete. Like I think I could narrow everything down on a YouTube video of maybe fifteen minutes, and I'll, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> the fifteen-minute cut. Yeah, right. and. and mm -hmm. The fifty minute cut and the rest of the everything else, I, I, I'm fine. And I, if you if you ask me, if that was the movie, I don't think there's gonna be any difference storyline wise watching that fifteen minute cut versus the two and a half hour cut in regards to progression right. of story, because nothing well, really moved. You know, I mean, very very slow if anything, because Finn and Poe their storyline went well, nowhere. See, and and Ray storyline was I just I kind of disagree with you at, with with Finn's storyline going nowhere. When I first listened to your mm -hmm. podcast, I was in lockstep with with you, thinking Canto Bite was a was a complete waste of time. But um, after reading some stuff on the internet and after after thinking about it f for a while on my on my own, um, he Finn undergoes a change because of Canto Bite. Um, you know, when he, when he leaves the first order in the force awakens, he does it for himself. He wants out, you know, he's, he doesn't, he doesn't like right. believe in the resistance. He just wants out. Um, and then he meets Ray and he goes back and goes buck wild on the first order for Ray. You know, right. he goes on that mission for Ray. In in um in episode eight, he goes he goes on that mission for Ray, but while he's on that mission, Rose changes his perspective on the way that 
he looks at things. And, and that's I a said, good point. And then when he's fighting Phasma, she calls him scum. And he says, rebel scum. Right. So now. Right. Ooh, <laughs> I got goosebumps. Hey, hey, dude, I got goosebumps. <laughs> that's a good See, point. You got goosebumps because of what I said, but you should have got it in the theater. Right. No. That's, oh, I didn't. Just, I didn't. It, it was the yeah. way it was done. But yes, right. I liked. Look, I I liked the line "Rebel Scum," but I'm also dealing with the fact that, and this was said in interviews that you're gonna learn a lot more about Captain Phasma in this movie. And I'm like, this bitch is only on here for another ten seconds. <laughs> I'm like, great line, but what's the point? Again, Captain Phasma. What's the point? Here's the thing. Yeah. Look, I'm not a writer. I don't write movies for a living. Ryan Johnson is good enough that he's making a living out of it. And I've liked some of this stuff. I like Looper. He did a couple of uh, episodes of Breaking Bad, too, which are fantastic. But there's this thing in theater called Chekhov. I think it's Chekhov's gun. It's like you don't put a gun on stage if it's not going to eventually be used. Yes. What's he doing, Last Jedi? He introduces so much junk that's not even used in this movie. And I look, mm-hmm. I love the porks. I think they're cute. I love the own one. But they're useless in this movie. They're comic relief. Captain Phasma, any stormtrooper could have played that role. Any well, commanding stormtrooper could have played that role. You know, it didn't have to be Phasma in this movie. Did you hear? Did you hear the reason why they have the Porgs? No. When they were filming, when they were filming on uh, Scalig Michael, the, uh, there are there are puffins that like infest oh, okay. that place, yeah, and they a- couldn't they couldn't get them out of the shots. Right. So they digit they like digitized over them okay oh okay. did they get into the Millennium Falcon did they have reaction shots did they get well, what, thrown across the glass well what I'm saying is they incorporated that <laughs> as a character now no no look if, if you want to paint over them the cover there why they're on the island that's fine <laughs> But don't give me that shit when they're in the fucking millennium. Look, now we got hey, hey, now. Now hey, 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 right. Settle down. Settle. Not to put the freaking. Uh, all right, well, let's man. go for broke. Mother. <laughs> no. All right. Stop. Hold on. All right, fine. See, now I hate this. Now it feels like they're backtracking and making up reasons why they did things that people are are complaining about. You know. <laughs> uh, muffin. I'll give you a and muffin. My, my whole my whole opinion about Phasma. Is Phasma is the, is supposed to be the new Boba Fett? I mean, Boba Fett was really cool, and, and, and then he, yeah. he was treated like a, a like a putz too. I mean, like he his he gets hit in the back with you know, his rocket pack kind of misfires, and he he hits the wall of the thing and falls into the Sarlacc pit, and that's how he dies. You know, I mean, yeah, but you know what, Kevin? The difference is this: Boba Fett, the actor that played Boba Fett, wasn't going to. Johnny Carson and talking about how he plays Boba Fett and saying about how this role is great and blah blah blah. The actor that played Boba Fett wasn't in one of the biggest TV series uh, around at the time. Um, Boba Fett was an accident. Boba Fett was just some guy that they threw in there that the fans connected to. Captain Fazway, you can't force that, and that's what made Boba Fett. You know, he wasn't supposed yeah. to be Boba Fett. You know, capital B, capital F. But now, Captain Phasma, you can't force me to like that or, or feel like uh, Captain Phasma's cool. Why? Because she's, she's a stormtrooper, shiny man. No, I, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm, I'm yeah. saying they, they failed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they, they, they try. You know, they, they said that. You know, they said, well, there was this character Boba Fett that really worked, and you know, 
it had this cool looking costume and and you never saw his face he was mysterious and badass and they tried to do that with 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 her and i don't i just don't think she's that badass yeah there's nothing that she does yeah there was no i mean there's a big hype a lot of hype and big build up and the payoff yes. is really yeah. small unless unless she comes back in the third one for some well, reason yeah you know, i'm still trying to figure out how she survived the trash compactor uh, but that's another story. Well, I gotta read there are, there are the books, and uh, you know, no, I'm sure it's out there in the in the eververse somewhere, written down somewhere. Um, but uh, see, I'm getting emotional. Yeah, let me calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I will say this: um, from the first podcast, I've softened. I'll watch the movie again. I'll learn. I I accept it as episode eight. I'm not on that bandwagon to strike it from the canon. Um, but it's look. I, I accept it the way I accept. Um, for me, Phantom Menace is still the worst movie. Um, I Definitely. accept this like I accept Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. It, you know, I don't like the chapter of the book, but overall, I like the book. I like it. Yeah. All right. That's that's yeah. that's nice to hear. So, have your opinions? So you're saying that your opinion has slightly? Yeah. Soft I mean, I was since yeah, you know, I was okay. You know, very upset about what I saw on screen and uh, like I said I accept it for what it is it's part of the camp I don't like what they did to Luke it's you know hashtag not my Luke but well Luke didn't like what they like did to Luke yeah I know he, and, and, and he <laughs> someone at Disney must have gotten to him because he's backtracking on that too but um, right yeah and we should have trusted Mark Hamill because Mark Hamill's been saying this for a while before the movie came out <laughs> you know and that's why we thought oh my god they must kill Luke because and that's the thing. They technically killed Luke, and that's not the thing that upsets me. Like, like no, I, yeah, I don't care that he died. I, I was, I was. First fine of all, with you it. care that he died? That's some nonsense. Well, you, you know, how I mean. dare you? <laughs> you know that. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's like the least thing. I'm like, you know, I went in there going like, if they kill Luke, I'm going to burn this place down. Well, mm-hmm. that's, if I burned the place down, it had nothing to do with Luke dying. Huh. <laughs> he, so, Kevin, ha- have your thoughts softened or changed since you've seen the movie? Yeah, um, definitely, definitely softened, definitely changed. I've, I've come to like, like Jonathan says, like, I've come to accept it, and I've tried to understand the reasons why, um, the reasons why they did things, and you know, there's still a third film. You know, there, there's still a third film in this trilogy, and we have no idea where it's where it's going. You know, the, the, there's, you know, there's an over, there's an overlying, you know, there's this is an arcing thing going to it. So you, you know, it, it, somewhere it's already written down, kind of where they're going. You know, but right. So so there, there there's some sort of a there's some sort of a reason for the things that that, that they did. So. You know, we don't we don't know what that is yet. So maybe maybe once that film comes out, we'll look at episode eight differently. Um, okay, yeah. So if you had to, if, if we did this on the other show, now a month later, almost a month later after the Last Jedi, Kevin, where would you where do you think this movie falls in in the whole the whole scheme of you know one through uh, eight? Where does it fall? All right. So my, for you. if you want to go my rankings. My rankings yeah. go A New Hope, Empire, Force Awakens, Ooh. Jedi, 
episode three, episode two, <laughs> episode one. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, and uh, last Jedi. You would, the, you would put the last Jedi. You would put the last Jedi in between um, Jedi and episode three. Okay, so better than. Wait, say that again. Where'd you put the last Jedi? Better, better than. than- it, it, I would, oh, okay, I would I put gotcha. it in. Yeah, I would put it in the middle of the. It, it would go right in the middle. The Force Awakens of the of the original and the and the prequels. Right. The Force Awakens in there too. Above, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, okay. I, I've softened it ha- on it, but it's it's staying where. Well, yeah, I might put it above. Oh, I think I had it above Attack of the Clones. My two worst are Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace, and then you can put Last Jedi. No. Yeah, I'll put it above Revenge of the Sith. See, like, yeah. my, I, Jonathan, you and I have a mutual friend in Tony, mm-hmm. and he has he has said that he would he would rather watch episode one five times in a row than ever watch this movie again. <laughs> episode wait, which one? And episode one. Episode yeah, one. I can't yeah. get behind Phantom Menace. I don't know how people say that, but I, go ahead. Me, well, I, but I think that's what he's trying yeah. to say. But. I, I, I disagree. I, I actually I actually would I'm actually planning on going to seeing going to see this one again. Okay. Be, I mean it's an enjoyable movie, but I I just in in the world of in the world Star of Star Wars. Star Wars. I, I I don't know exactly if it's if it fits all Well, you know, I said it on the first podcast. I don't see how this is a Star Wars movie. It's a movie. If you if you put if you put Adventures in Outer Space and I went to see this, I'm like, eh, that wasn't a bad movie. But, um, yes. yeah. I mean, it's it's still above the prequels for me. Um, it's moved, so it did move. It's above the prequels for me. Uh, and I hope I hope you're turning Tony on to our uh, podcast. Oh, I, I most certainly Oh, have. great. Great. <laughs> um, all right. So, I mean, that was a good talk. I'm glad, Kevin... Yeah, you know what it is, Alan? I was going back and forth on... Uh, I was going to say on Twitter, but I don't use Twitter. On... Um, text with uh yeah. with kevin about this and i'm like why don't you just come on we'll have a conversation about it and i think it was important that we well not important but i think it was a good thing that we came back <laughs> and looked at it again because my attitude had changed i think even yours softened a bit alan what would you say about that did it change in your ranking oh it, it, uh no i i uh let's see i thought i for me it was at the well yeah it did it did change because the first time i said it was Oh, I, what did I say? Did I say that I like the prequels better? I don't remember what I said. I don't remember either. Well, who cares what I said? Anyway, I don't know. It, my my stance has def, it has definitely softened, uh, but yeah, to me, it's it's my expectations are quite high, and you know, stepping back and and thinking about it over, I'm not as bitter uh, as I was because it is just a movie, and it's it's someone's point of view, you know. I mean, having different directors. From here on out, it's you're, you're going to have variances of their vision of the movie. You know, could they redeem it in the next movie? I I hope they do. I'm hopeful for it. I hope that they they do tie some loose ends and maybe polish some other things and stuff. But uh, uh it's it's not up there for me. I mean, I, I love the prequels. I like Rogue One a lot. Um, God, where does it rank? Uh, I don't know. Episode one, two, three, and this one—they're all about the same to me. I—I uh, I could care less for that one, you know. Uh, no, there's again—it it goes back to me- re- like 
remembering right. certain scenes. Episode one, the you know Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and Darth Maul. Oh, I still great, love yeah. it to this day. I mean, yeah. that is such a visceral fight. And right. other than that, that's right. about it. You know, <laughs> so I'm just thinking of scenes. But other than that, if you if you look back at the original trilogy, that was epic. I mean, that to to this day, it still affects us. And I, I don't see episode eight doing that. You know, I, I, I think now, I texted you, know? you Alan, like two weeks ago. I rewatched Empire. It is so, and and it, it, when, right. you, when you're watching after watching Last Jedi or having having had seen Last Jedi, Empire is such a good movie. Like I, it, like it I is such a good movie, right? It's not that I forgot how good it was, but I feel like it got better for me after seeing. And and yeah. it's not easy to make good movies. Apparently, um, is what I learned from this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I'm gonna go see episode nine. I'll be there opening night. I'll buy my tickets three weeks, a month ahead of time. I'll do all that wonderful stuff. Now, Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. Honestly, I, I'm gonna need to be convinced to be online at least the first day because. But I wonder how much. I wonder how much. Disney plays a part in the movie that we saw. Well, yeah, you know, because they they've been having they have great success with the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. We know that. I mean, great success in Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor. Almost, they're quite similar. You know, the, if you watch watch Thor one, two, three, the third Thor does not fit the same oh, tone as the first two movies. But yeah, this third Thor was very much Guardians of the Galaxy. And so I'm wondering, is there a cut? Is there a cut that Ryan Johnson has or that we don't know about that it's more of a, a traditional Star Wars movie versus Disney says, all right, we've got to throw some jokes inside here and we need to open up this whole get away from Scar- Skywalker thing and so everyone could be See, a Jedi. I mean, do you think that, that Disney played no, a part I, in that? I think, I think the way John, Ryan Johnson is defending it, it's all him. And because, look, when they re-edited Suicide Squad, that got out. You know, when they weren't happy with Ju- when Warner wasn't happy with Justice League, that stuff was getting out. So I don't think something like that could happen without it getting out, like through, like people knowing about it, like it was Ryan Johnson's vision. I think we got the movie Ryan Johnson wanted to give us. <laughs> All right, there you go. All Ryan Johnson, kill the man. All right, well. Uh, I want to thank Kevin for coming on for this special uh, edition of The Nerd and Me. Um, thank you guys for having me. Oh, you're welcome, man. Kevin, I know you're a, uh, um, I mean, you have a real job like us, but you also have a, uh, you also have a <laughs> DJ business uh, up in, around North, Jer- well, Jersey, right? Not just North Jersey? Yeah, uh, well, Jer- Jer- I go everywhere, Jersey, um, Pennsylvania, New York, Delaware, Connecticut, I, I go anywhere. All right, you got a website you want to throw up on here and let people know how to find you? Um, it's uh, partyboss.net, partyboss.net, and you can also follow me on uh, on Instagram at partybossnj. Right, great. Instagram, nice. Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. It's all partybossnj. Oh, fantastic. All right, and uh, speaking of Facebook, you can find Nerd and Me at Nerd and Me Podcast on Facebook, where we always post pictures um, and related things to our weekly uh podcast um he don't post jack on that thing man well every saturday i put stuff up right before we put the podcast up up your game just because you got nine thousand instagram followers on nerd and me (laughs) (laughs) hey it's a fun it's a fun instagram account i I was just told by my niece this past week that facebook is for old people 
so I'm thinking old people that wow. listen to podcasts. That might be the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all Instagram and Snapchat and the tweeters or whatever the heck's going on there. Um, and we're on Instagram right. too. And uh, check out um, yeah. our uh, our friend shows, the Enter the Nerd Zone, uh, stuff you don't need to know, and fat guys and the little coops. All right. Once again, all thanks, right. Kev. Oh, no problem, Jonathan. Just the, the next time I'm at your mom's house, just know I'm going into the basement. And I'm gonna play with oh, you. Yeah, you, no. you might not come back out of the basement, like because. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I just say one more thing? Uh, maybe. What? <laughs> no, go ahead. Martha! No, you son of a. <laughs> Till next time. Martha. Star Wars. Talking about Star Wars. Nerd and me loves Star Wars, so let's begin.